Blog Talk Radio. Yakuza! Yakuza! Yakuza Kick Radio! 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 This is the Bulldogs of Matt Tremont. And if there's one place to listen to on the internet every Thursday, 9 p.m., Yakuza Kick Radio. Tremont says so. Who wants some? God help us. Jesus! God and baby. Jesus! Help us. Ladies and gentlemen of fucking America, this is Danny Havoc, and you have been listening to, or possibly are intending to listen to, the Yakuza Kick fucking radio. Fucking, yeah, Yakuza Kick radio. Hell fucking yeah! My name is Justice Payne, and you are listening to Yakuza Kick radio. You're coming to come on this is a brotherhood, and we all stick together. Like my nuts. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Yakuza Kick Radio, the best in internet wrestling radio, period, bar none, just like Adam Cole. Everybody's a cunt but me in the world. I don't know what it is. But you go to the back, and you tell your boss that there's a new Yakuza in town. And it's Yakuza Kick Radio, and we're taking over. Yakuza Kick Radio has risen from the ashes of bad internet radio and become the premier place for any independent professional wrestler to stop and record their voice. Well, this is Mr. Insanity, Toby Fine, and if you're not listening to Yakuza Kick Radio, then you're weird. Oh, I don't like the cut of your jib, fella. This is Greg Excellent, Bearded Dragon of the Northeast. You're listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. If you're not, you're probably watching porn and you have this muted. You should be listening to it. Jason Man. Where are Biggie and Tupac? Yakuza Kick Radio. Give a nigga rope on that cowboy, guys. All you have to do is listen to Yakuza Kick Radio, but you couldn't. Now look at that jockey, homie. Fuck that. Black D. Holler. Bullshit, man. Motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you. Who's next? And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the introduction. Hosted by J. Cat Morris. You are now listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. Hey, stop. That's it. Welcome to Yakuza Cake Radio. I'm your host, Jay Cal Morris. Ah, oh, man. Ah, I, I don't even know where to start anymore. I don't even know, you know. Let's just, let's just do the thing. Um, so much has gone on with me. Uh, I'm really clinging to like a very slim, very small shred of Sandy. Um, I think at the very least, it'll be entertaining. I think at the very least, my losing control of my own uh, mental facilities is going to be wildly entertaining. Because I, I think if nothing else, uh, you know, that's that's proven to be a very entertaining thing for the outside world to watch, is if someone's just completely coming apart. So, uh, enjoy. <laughs> I think that's the best way I could put it. So, um... I'll go over, uh, I guess I'll go over some things I've been dealing with. I know I talked about it last week. Um, Things have changed as far as the work situation goes, and I'm not getting my hours cut. Don't 
take that as really a positive. Um, here's the thing. They figured out that they still have to pay you even if they send you home. So what they did is they, they laid some people off, which means um, double or triple the areas for the people there. They decided to send off as many cats as they can from our facility into foster homes, which um, is, is dangerous, is flat out dangerous. It's something we haven't done before. Um, I know a lot of places do that, but it does have a very, very large element of danger, especially in a crisis situation. So what it, you know, there, there's a certain amount of cats that would do fine. And, you know, depending on the control of the situation, there's, there's a good chunk of cats that would do fine. So I've done my best to send those cats first. Outside of that, what happens is it, it's like, okay, they want to foster cats. And like, all right, well, like this cat took me so long to get to the point to trust humans. To transition this cat into an unknown situation where all the people are stuck home and everything. You know, these, these people have three cats and three kids and a dog. And, and they're going to take this cat that took me months to actually get to trust people and is now comfortable and very um, adapted and adjusted in, in its environment. So to roll the dice with this cat and put him in an inexperienced home where it's just going to be madness, just, just all sorts of different things going on, and it's just rolling the dice. Is this going to work or is this not going to work? Um, it, it's very, very nerve wracking. Um, I, I'd also like to add that, you know, cause I look, I, I gotta be sensitive about, you know, how much I really put out there about my job because it's, you know, I, I'm not really ready to burn that bridge yet. I'm really trying not to via this show. I, I gotta tell you, it's a, it's a drastic understatement to tell you that like, I'm not really close because there's so much that I'd like to say, but I can't. Um, but it's not being done for other animals. I'll say that. It, it, the situation isn't being forced on dogs. It's not being forced on rabbits. It's not being forced on birds. We have an entire zoo out there. No one's finding any uh, temporary refuge for any horses, pigs, goats, cats, you know, any, anything anything so it's being done in case the situation arises where the government doesn't allow us to be there um the statement was made well we're willing to stay there uh well what if you can't what if you what if the government doesn't let you stay there okay well yeah people to stay there for the zoo well what if they can't stay? well they can well we can what if you can't so it, it puts my whole world into fucking chaos and turmoil and like a forced panic situation. People are trying to go in over their heads because they're trying to help animals. Meanwhile, a lot of it's really not necessary. Things to stay put for the time being a lot of times is, is the safest, you know, fucking hunker down and let's ride this thing out. Keep the animals in the most responsible hands possible before we set a whole bunch of animals back and put their lives in danger, you know, that's, that's what it comes down to is there's a lot of cats that were completely unadoptable 
and I got them to the point of being adoptable, I could transition those cats from where I am here, where they know and they're comfortable into a home. Can I take this cat, send it to a foster home, God knows what's going on there, and then bring it back to the shelter and then send it out to a home again? I, the type of regression that I could think of for some of these cats is is, is pretty dangerous. So it, it's a very scary situation. I got a lot of stuff going on there. And again, I can't tell you uh, 90% of what's going on. So uh, even... What I did tell you might sound ridiculous. You might not quite grasp what I'm saying, but I got to tell you that there's a lot more to it. And for someone like myself, who's been doing this for almost 19 years, next month will be 19 years. um, Believe me, I know what I'm talking about. Um, More so than anybody in that organization, to be honest with you. Um, My birthday, uh, that was uh, March 28th. I'm 42 years old now. Um, I was supposed to go to Atlantic City, and uh, that's what I do every year. I go to the uh, the ocean has been my, my destination. Uh, fantastic hotel casino. Love that fucking place. Usually go to the fucking Wahlburgers over there. And then, uh, you know, eat the fucking banging-ass burgers, gamble a little at the hotel room and shit. And then in the morning, I wake up and figure out what I do with my birthday. And I've had different plans depending on the year. Last year, I went to the um, Jim Henson exhibit in in, um, in New York. So this year, uh, I had the room book for the ocean and everything else. And, uh, you know, obviously, that as well as everybody else's plans were canceled. So look, I mean, I am not... Um, on my own in that I'm not like, look, uh, that is the least of my worries. I mean, it sucks. It really does suck. But look, man, if I, if I get through this fucking thing alive and, and well, and all this, I plan another fucking night out at AC. That's not the end of the world to me. You know what I mean? Sucks for the day and this and that and really makes my birthday pretty fucking pedestrian, but who gives a fuck? It's another day. I'm trying to live like a whole lot more fucking birthdays and I'm way more focused on that than, you know, what goes on with one day or night or whatever the case. So it's, it's really not a big deal. And I'm not trying to dwell on that or be like, Oh, my fucking birthday, man. Like who gives a fuck? Um, so I, you know, I just like, as soon as I, I knew this shit was off the table, I had taken my birthday off like I do every year. And you know, the night before I go to the hotel next day, I have the whole day off. Um, so I was just like, fuck it, then I'm just going to work, you know, so I, so I worked, so that was what I did for my birthday, is I worked, and this whole shit got rolling with the Fosters and this and that, so my birthday, I was doing things I wasn't comfortable with doing with my cats, and trying to do damage control, and just manage the entire situation to the best of my ability, and that, that was kind of my birthday in a nutshell, you know, so is what it is, um, but, uh, so yeah, I had another rough fucking week, really rough week. The shit at work has been just beating the ever living shit out of my, my just mentality, just overall. Um, and then I had my chicken pen out there. Um, I have these, these, uh, metal roof panels that I got. Cause my plan is to roof the back end of it. Um, the last, cause it's a 20 foot by 16 foot pen. And, um, so I got 12 foot roof panels. Um, I'm just trying to run this down real quick because I don't know how many people care, but what can you do? Uh, so I'm trying to hang like a foot and a half, two feet off the back of the pen so the water runs off. 
and that would give me about 10 foot of roof panel, about six foot open air on the front. That six foot of open air, I'll have a tarp that I could pull back like convertible. So when it's raining and shit, I could pull the tarp over. When it's sunny, pull the tarp back. Give them a whole lot more sunshine, this and that. Um, so the plan is I got the roof panels. I got like 11 roof panels laying in my yard, but I'm not that handy. I'm doing better. I'm, you know, I'm starting to learn some shit. I've been cutting shit and screwing shit in, you know, building little, little bullshit inside the pen. So I'm getting a little better with that, but there's no room for error with screwing in the roof panels because if you fuck up, like there's holes in that fucking roof forever. You know what I mean? You can't have leaks or you can't have it unstable to the point where it's blowing off the first good wind you get or anything like that. So I'm waiting on a professional to do that, hopefully within the next two weeks. In the meantime, when I first got this pen put together and everything, I put a, I got a 20-foot by 30-foot tarp. Tarp went fucking all the way to the one side, all the way over the top, and down the back. Fucking set. Um, well, the plan was last year to do the roof panels. Shit came up with the car and this and that, and just, just couldn't afford doing it by the time everything, you know, dust settled. So now I got the roof panels sitting in the yard, but now this tarp that I put on there initially is just not cooperating with time and it's not a matter of fucking weeks or months it's like days this thing is getting worse by the day so i go in there and i'm like fuck like i I had to get a bunch more i had to get new food because the um i had metal garbage cans and the water was coming through pooling up on the top and a little bit would leak through and then it got the fucking food all shitty so when i saw that i was like all right now i'm going to get plastic garbage cans i'm going to get the fucking uh um, you know, new food, all of that deal. So I went, I stocked up on a bunch of stuff. I come back and, you know, we had that couple of days of like real heavy rain. And when I came back, I'm just like, dude, like, uh, the house where they lay their eggs and stuff like in there, it's the water's just fucking pouring in there. So I'm like, fuck man. So, so I, I was just like, let's just go back. So we went back to traction supply. I got another big ass tarp, tarp the whole fucking thing again. Now, when I pulled the tarp back, I had to nail up this uh, smaller mesh because when I do do the front end that's convertible, uh, the smaller mesh will keep anything from grabbing my pigeons or anything through the top Um, because I have five pigeons in there as well as the, um, well, now 10 chickens and um, two ducks. So I I went up there and nailed um, like a whole strip, you know, 20 foot twice because I had to do two rolls of it. So, uh, like 40 foot worth of nailing the the thing to the top, then tarped and all that thing. So I finished that. I'm like, oh, okay, now I got to pull out all the wet shit out of the inside. This is what I did with Sunday, you know? So I spent all Sunday doing this type of thing. Um, I go out there Monday and guac, my one bird is fucking falling over. She, she's not walking right anything. Come home Monday night, she's dead. So I lose another bird. Um, all signs, you know, I just spent 800 something dollars to save my other two birds, which is a completely, I would think, unrelated thing that um, impacted crop really doesn't go hand in hand with what this is. Um, unfortunately, like the signs that I'm hearing of what happened to her sounds like Marek's disease and if that's the case that could very well wipe out my entire flock one by one um it, it's something that can 
transfer very easily. It's very contagious from bird to bird. So I essentially kind of have like a coronavirus inside my fucking pen that can just pick off my chickens. And I'm just like fucking beside myself. I didn't even post anything about guac because I'm just so tired of posting about my birds dying. Like it's, it's fucking painful. And it's like, you know, you, you could spend hours upon hours upon hours of upgrading and updating and, and just trying to do better for them every way, every step possible. And then to lose another bird, like, it's just, it's fucking heart-wrenching. It's just, it's devastating. On top of everything else that's going on, and it's just like, uh, so I'm down to 10 chickens now. Uh, my highest number was 13, you know, and it's like, th- these are all young birds. This is fucking insanity. And there's just not, there's no cure, there's no treatment, there's no test, there's no anything. You can be- go based off of symptoms, hopefully it's something else, but if it's that, um, birds can build up immunity to it. Um, some birds are not affected by it and other ones, it just completely drops them like within no time, fine one minute, gone the next. Um, so it, it's what I'm dealing with and I'm just continuing to upgrade the pen, do everything I can. And, and there, there's nothing of my error that I'm doing to, to have this, this going on. And it's, it's just brutal. It's absolutely fucking brutal. So that's that's what's going on with me there. Um, the fucking coronavirus. Let's talk about the fucking coronavirus. Um, so New York. First off, New York is a fucking issue. I've considered this fucking place an issue for a long fucking time. I, I think New York is garbage. Um, I've been saying this for a long fucking time. Uh, I don't like cities in general. As I got older, you know, I was younger. I used to bounce around little fucking dangerous neighborhoods and shit like that. And, you know, I, I was cool with it and all. Now, you know, as, as I got to be a fucking mentally damaged adult, I, uh, you know, we would go to the Bronx Zoo and stuff, which I love very much. There's a lot of great things in New York, but New York in itself and the way that it's structured and set up and everything, it's fucking trash. Like, you drive in there and... It's like motherfuckers are just warehoused. You just look at skyscraper after skyscraper after skyscraper of apartment buildings. And there's just people stacked on top of people on top of people on top of people. There's just tens of thousands of people in every building. And the buildings are inches apart. And there's another 10,000 people in that one. And another 10,000 in that one. Yeah, there's 30 fucking floors, 40 floors on this fucking thing. And there's, you know... 50 or 100 apartments on every fucking floor. And you just do the math on it and you just go like, and every one of those is a family in it. And you're just like, oh, fucking shit. Like, it, it, it makes you fucking crazy. And you sit there in this fucking gridlocked fucking traffic and watch people walking, knowing that they're going to get to the place they're going before you are in a fucking vehicle. And and you just start fucking coming mentally unglued while you look at the shit around you going like, why the fuck does this exist? Why why does this warehouse of fucking people exist? And then people are like, it's the greatest city in the world. I, I don't know what kind of brain injury you had to bring you to that conclusion that this is a good thing. It's disgusting. It's dirty. There's fucking rats everywhere. And then they blame the rats like they're the fucking issue. Like the, like the warehouse fucking people with food falling out of every fucking orifice, 
orifice and fucking garbage piled everywhere more so than they could ever cart out on time before fucking rodents move in and, and, and reproduce. And, you know, but the animals are the fucking issue. As always, the animals catch the brunt of shit. People are the fucking issue. I'll tell you that. So, surprise, surprise, greatest fucking city in the world, right? Oh, fucking 83,948 confirmed cases of coronavirus there. Oh, and guess guess who's second? Oh, their neighbor. That's us, New Jersey, right next door. You know? Right next door. And we're, and we're sitting there with 22,000 fucking cases. Almost 2,000 people dead in New York from the shit. You know, it's fucking crazy. What do you expect? What the fuck do you expect? If there is any God or any higher power here, they're clearly thinning the fucking herd right now. You know, it's just, it's just mass fucking hysteria. And, um, it's just, I don't know what to tell you. When it comes to a lot of this shit, um, from from the the start of this thing to a lot of what's going on with the um, with the spread of it and the lack of control of it, I, I gotta tell you, I don't give a fuck, man. Hate me, love me, whatever the fucking case is. Everyone's fucking feelings are more sensitive than facts. But when it comes to stereotyping, a lot of this shit has to fucking just. You, you gotta realize there's a reason for the fucking stereotypes. When the fucking Chinese people are over there eating fucking bats and all this other shit, and that's the root of the fucking problem, then, then, then it's a bad place. That doesn't mean every person born in China is a bad person. That doesn't mean Chinese people living in America are bad people. But China as a country is a fucking shithole. They don't fucking, um, they don't adhere to any emission rules they have some of the worst pollution on the fucking planet the smog is fucking unreal there because they just don't give a fuck about the the environment at all they're eating every animal under the sun 10 to 20 million dogs a year are consumed and then they're writing articles like oh well uh one city banned the eating of dogs and cats because they're really sensitive to and then in the same article it goes they have, however, um, instituted a new plan and have started to take bear bile, which is something in the bear's stomach that is an unproven cure, un unsubstantiated cure for coronavirus, which has to be extracted painfully from live bears that are kept in captivity for this sole purpose. So on one hand, this article tells me, Oh, well, Hey, this one city said, Hey, we're, we're not going to eat dogs anymore. And then, yeah, I mean, tell me how long it takes you to get from one city to the next. Cause the, the next one's eating dogs. You know what I mean? And, and then on the other side of things, it's like, Oh yeah, but uh, you know, we, we are fucking torturing bears though, even though it's not a proven cure. We're just, we, we kind of think it would work. So we're willing to just round up a bunch of bears and start fucking restraining them and drawing fucking bile from their stomachs with syringes and in mass amounts. And, you know, I mean, whatever we got to do to these fucking animals to try to help our shithead fucking race of people. You know, what I mean, just overall, like the human race is fucking terrible. It's it's really fucking bad. 
I wish this thing was more selective towards the people who cause all the fucking harm to this planet, but it's not. It's just going to pick off who it's going to pick off, and then we just have less people. Um, you know, so that, that's one part of the fucking uh, um, stereotypes that, that, that it holds value. Call it what you want, but, you know, intelligent thinking goes a long fucking way. You don't just start attacking people based on their race. You don't just start attacking people based on their looks or, or, or um, sexual orientation or, or religion or anything like that. You weigh it out. But if an entire nation of people, for the most part, are all agreed on, yeah, let's fucking, you see that dog in that cage? He looks fucking delicious. Boy, is he angry. Can't wait to eat him. You know, this is 10 to 20 million dogs. It's not a small fucking thing. It's not five people, like, eating dogs and, oh, if we stop those, the rest of China. No, it's the majority of their fucking society over there. that's, That's a fact. And then the other thing, like I said, Another whole fucking group of people, Jewish people, are going out of their fucking way to be disgusting and fucking disrespectful to every bit of this fucking quarantine. I live not far away from Lakewood, New Jersey, who happens to have the highest cases of coronavirus in all of New Jersey, and it's not a fucking coincidence. They're still marching in the fucking streets in large groups. They're still fucking having weddings. They're still having funerals. They're still having fucking parties. They're still doing whatever they want. I just fucking saw a video today I shared. They're walking in the streets yelling Nazis at the fucking first responders, coughing on them, spitting in their direction, and and carrying on like, like people are fucking them over. Hundreds of thousands of people are dying from this. We're trying to save our fucking lives. And these people are disgusting. And and what's funny is like the fucking Joey Diaz talked about it on his podcast and he lives in California. And he's like, these Jewish motherfuckers over here are out here fucking running in fucking clumps like it doesn't fucking apply to them. So he's saying that shit about Jewish communities in California. There's known and documented problems with the Jewish communities in New York doing the same thing. And I live in Jersey and they're doing it in droves over here in fucking Lakewood. So clearly there's a problem with this fucking community. Now that doesn't mean fucking go get Jerry Seinfeld, he's Jewish. But that means these fucking Hasidic Jews who are running around doing fucking terrible fucking things and continuing the spread of this fucking virus that's killing everybody's fucking grandfathers and fucking everybody else who, who, who is susceptible to these things and some other people who aren't really that fucking susceptible. It's picking motherfuckers off. And, and jobs are being fucking lost. People are getting fucked in every way possible because of this. And this is a group of people going, fuck you, don't tell me what to do. Something needs to be done. Prior to this coronavirus thing, I had a little bit of those feelings too, based on, they have something, I forget what the fuck it's called, but it's like, they they take a chicken and they swing it above their head alive And this transfers the sins 
that they have into the chicken, and then they sacrifice the chicken because of its sins, which are actually their sins. But this is the fucking crazy, convoluted bullshit that they do. And this is this is a real thing that again, not far from Lakewood, happens on a regular basis. I work at a fucking animal shelter that we get calls constantly. Someone help, someone help, someone help. The law looks the other way going, hey, man, part of their culture, what are you going to do? And piles of fucking chickens are thrown out in the garbage. They're not, they're not being used for meals. They're not being anything like that. Piles of bodies of fucking chickens are being piled in the fucking streets and in, in, in areas to go to the dump. That's, that's, that's what's going on with them. Things like this need to be stopped. I don't give a fuck what your culture is. I don't give a fuck what your heritage is. Evil is fucking evil. And if this is like an agreed upon thing amongst somebody's culture, fuck your culture. Cut your shit. Let's live like fucking respectable human beings and stop being fucking plain out evil. Don't give me a rhyme and reason for why you're eating all the fucking dogs. Don't give me a rhyme and reason for why you're swinging chickens above your fucking head to transfer your sins into the fucking chicken. Let's be just fucking civil human beings. Because I'm pretty sure none of that fits into that fucking, that, that same thing. Well, okay, we could be fucking civil human beings or we could do this. Well, we're just going to do that instead. It, it's bullshit. It's absolute fucking bullshit. The president is out of fucking control. He's on the fucking news talking about, uh, this dude says one day the guy goes, uh, you know, the reporter is like, so, you know, are there going to be respirators made available for all the people or ventilators made available for all the people who need them? And he goes, uh, we're, we're creating ventilators at such a rapid pace. We're going to be selling ventilators to all the other countries. We'll have so many ventilators that will rebuild the economy based on our ventilator sales to other countries because we're the greatest country and everything's wonderful and we'll sell ventilators. And then the guy's like, so will everyone who needs them here in America be able to have ventilators? And he goes, don't be a cutie pie. The fucking president, this is this is what he's doing. It's crazy. It's scary shit, guys. This shit is affecting us all. It's fucking scary. There's some people I've listened to that I hear and I and I hear a little bit of like a hope. Um and it's mostly doctors. Like if doctors start telling me something on on the better side of things, I'm going like, All right, all right, I, I like the way that sounds. Uh Doctor Drew uh, you know, I don't have like access to a lot of doctors, so it's more or less the doctors that are showing up on podcasts and radio shows and things of that nature. Um, Dr. Drew said pretty much um, there's not a lot we're going to do on our end. You know, you do your best to stay safe and everything and, and wash your hands and don't touch your face and all of that stuff. But the majority of the control of this is going to come through the healthcare system and the way it's handled upon treatment and quarantine within treatment and uh, development of a vaccine because that's, that's where it actually comes to a a stop. Um, So that's, that's it because uh, we are too stupid as human beings to, to fix this as far as the society goes. We're, We're way too stupid. I've watched people. Let me give you a couple examples like within my own life. You know, these people with the fucking masks and this and that. There's a dude at my job. 
he's disgusting. He, he's just like walking fucking bacteria. Like he's gross. He's always been gross. That's just, you know, if you see like an open bowl of fucking pretzels or some shit and you know, he has access to it. Don't fucking touch it unless you want a cold this week. You know what I mean? That's a, that's the type of guy he is. He just like, you can see like shit on his hands and he just reaches into balls of shit. He just, he just doesn't think he's probably got a pretty fucking high immune system, but like he comes in contact with you. You're going to be sick. Um, so this is this dude. Um, people are running around. Some people have masks. Some people don't. This and that. I don't have masks or anything like that. Again, I'm doing everything I can to be safe and careful. But, uh, you know, this guy, he had a fucking washcloth that he was carrying around in his hand. He walks into the fucking office. Here's his, his uh, routine, right? This day that I saw him. Walks into the office, opens the door, puts the fucking washcloth over his mouth, punches his time card, takes the washcloth off his mouth, bends down, pets a dog, opens the door, leans on it with the washcloth that was on his mouth a minute ago, says something stupid that no one cares about, and then puts the washcloth back on his mouth and walks away. So now this dude actually exposed whatever the fuck was going on with his mouth to more things in that office than he would have if he just walked in, punched the fuck out, and, and, and walked away. So some people, while trying to be more careful, are actually making it worse. Because they're just too dumb to help anybody, themselves or anybody else. But that's, that's again, what we're dealing with as a society. Here's another case. Another person I work with's daughter moved to New York, apparently a couple weeks before this shit started. So now she's so scared of going to fucking supermarkets in New York because of such a high amount of coronavirus that she's driving to New Jersey to go to supermarkets so it's safer for her. As you can see, this is another way that New York's neighbor has the second highest total in the fucking country. Because people are about themselves. They're not about stopping the spread, including via themselves. They're saying, there's no way I can have it, so I'm just going over here where I think I'm less likely to get it. But if you're just carrying it, and now you bring it over there, now everybody's fucking got it. We as a society are not equipped to control some shit like this. This has to be done through the higher officials and professionals and then just hand it down, like, here's what we're doing. Here's the vaccine. Here's how we're going to never get it. Here's what we're doing. Have we found a treatment? Here's how we're going to treat it. And then we just knock it the fuck out. It's not something I could do. It's not something anyone listening to this fucking podcast could do. But it's something that's kind of out of our hands. Like I said, you, you do what you can to be fucking careful. If you don't have to get out of the fucking house, don't get out of the fucking house. Uh... Another fucking thing that I, I thought of, and this is just, you know, just, again, some, some jerk off from Jersey's fucking thought process, but I think um, games and apps on your phone should start putting uh, incentives in there to stay home. All these apps, they have GPS trackers, and the phones have, you know, the GPS trackers, so they know your location. So start giving incentive-based um, rewards on these games. It sounds stupid, but something like uh, Pokemon Go or Candy Crush or any one of these things have over a million fucking users. 
So if that million users knew that I need eight straight hours logged on this fucking this phone in the same location in order to get my reward, maybe that keeps some fucking kids home. Maybe it does. Put something into the cable system. Reward-based fucking programming where you got to fucking, you got to hit a fucking button like an on-demand button on your fucking thing once an hour. And if you do that for fucking eight straight hours, you get to watch this fucking movie that would normally cost you four ninety nine. Who knows? They're small things, but maybe that keeps just a few more people in the fucking house. Maybe that gives them a little bit more incentives. It could save fucking lives. We got to come up with ways to make this shit work. You got to come up with ways to bribe these motherfuckers because people don't do shit without an intention, without a reason, without something that benefits them. Their life, their grandfather's life, their, their grandmother's, their mother's life, that's not enough because they need to see them die before they take it seriously. So if you actually implemented something dumb and stupid but that's surrounded, that, that's involved in their entertainment, all of a sudden they're in. Oh, a free this? Oh, I'm in. All I got to do is, oh, okay, I guess I'm staying home then. You know? You see, like, when that Pokemon Go shit happened, yeah, motherfuckers walking around for no fucking reason all over the place based on that fucking app. Same kind of apps. Create a new fucking app. Make it all fucking, make it attractive, make it whatever the fuck's popular at the moment. Make it a stay-the-fuck-home app. Make it the opposite of Pokemon Go. Don't go anywhere and we'll give you a bunch of shit. You go anywhere, we're not going to give you anything. We're going to take a little bit away. You know? Uh, it just We got to get some kind of fucking things going. We got to get some kind of ideas, some kind of things to, to incentivize people fucking stay in put if they can. Because it's just not happening. Um, yeah, that that's... That was just, you know, a couple things I thought of. Um, Teddy Hart, um, speaking of shitheads, uh, Teddy Hart got arrested again, uh, this time for apparently choking Maria. Um, Ace, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, posted a video. Um, some shit wrestler from Virginia or something. Um, he had a gun and he told them like, get the fuck out. And Maria called them over there for help. But then like any abusive, uh, you know, one uh, abused woman, a lot of times they go back and, you know, they, they get the shit kicked out of them or whatever the case is, which this was like a choking thing. I don't, she wasn't like beaten like badly or anything, but anyway, it was still, uh, even by her description was not good. Um, and, you know, he, she legitimately called this dude for help. Like, please come help me. I'm scared. And then, according to her, she just wanted him to talk it, talk it out like, um, like men. If you're in a relationship and you need a third party to come in in order to calm down a physical altercation with your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend, it's, it's not a good thing. That's not just like a normal fucking functional thing to be like, oh, yeah, I got to call this other guy over because my husband might kill me. And I think when he comes over here, I'll talk to him sensibly. Like that, that that's not a normal way to fucking go through a relationship where you could be like, oh, well, sometimes I got to call his buddy over. Or I'll die. That's that's not good. 
Um, so he blew this shit up. He put it on the internet and all that. Told him, get your juice box, get the fuck up the road, boy. Whatever the fuck he told him. Uh, and, and, and she's just defending that shit on fucking Facebook or YouTube or whatever the fuck she does. Um, YouTube. And it's just, it's just gross. She's, a, she's a fucking absolute trash. Here, here's what it is though, too. Like she, she portrays all these characters and everything else. She's 100% a follower. She's a weak, weak-minded person. She might add steroids and get her all jacked the fuck up, but all that man-eater shit, that's retarded because it's like you're not a leader. You're not, you're not in charge of anything. You're not putting motherfuckers in your place. You're following the lead of whoever the fuck you're dating at the moment, and then you can't live without them. Like, she turned into fucking Teddy Hart. Like, that that shit is 100%, as far as I'm concerned, because I have no other inside information or anything like that, but as far as I'm concerned, that, that shit is all meth. All that collages, all of that shit, that, that's all meth shit. Those, those silly-ass punches they both throw. Like, they, they, they're not just trained in, like, a shitty fighting style. That, that's fucking methamphetamines. That's, a, that's drug-induced bullshit. So he's, he's in jail. Now she'll drop the fucking charges, or she'll do whatever the fuck, and maybe they'll drop that. But now he's got three fucking arrests. I don't know how Virginia goes, because I know some states, if there's any kind of domestic thing and there's enough fucking evidence that the police see marks on the neck, whatever the case, like that, They'll um they'll pick up the charges. They they won't they won't allow someone to drop the charges. The state itself will pick up the charges and pursue them because they don't they don't allow that shit. So I'm hoping that's the case in Virginia. But so far he's got a felony level drug charge. He's got a violating house arrest or parole or whatever the fuck he had. And then he he has this domestic thing on top of it. Strangulation, which is like worse than I guess just your standard domestic whatever. According to him, uh, according to her, they always get physical and everything, like because of the wrestling training and this and that. So sometimes when they get in arguments, you know, he just chokes the shit out of her, and like he was choking the shit out of her, and she was like, "I want to see how much of this I could take," and uh, it was hurting her neck, but she was like, "Yeah, that's." That feels good, she said, or something, some fucking silly shit. And then, um, so then what happened is, uh, they got into, like, they were cool for a bit, and they got another argument, now he's really choking her, and, like, she was tapping, but, like, he must have misunderstood the tap, and she was maybe tapping herself, but not him, and he didn't recognize the tap, so he was just gonna strangle her to death, um, you know, and she, you know, it was like a misunderstanding, so then, like, when she called the dude and was like, I need help, she's like, I don't know why he didn't just come over and say, hey, Ted, like, calm down, buddy. Like, stop choking the shit out of her so much or maybe not as much. Um, lighten it up. Um, hey, man, she tapped out. Like, I, maybe she just wanted, like, a referee so she he could see the tap even if it wasn't on Teddy and be like, hey, break the hold, break the hold. I guess that's what she was looking for, but instead, like, I don't know, he handled it like a fucking normal person somewhat and try to help the person who called for help. But, you know, what can you do? Um, I, I hope Teddy dies in prison. I really do. I hope he goes to prison and I hope someone stabs him in his fucking rib cage and he just bleeds the fuck out while rhyming. 
Like, I hope he just rhymes his last words and fucking collapses. That, that's what I hope. You know? I just... I, I can't stand this cocksucker at all. Um, you know? But th- this is all to be expected. The behavior you, everybody saw over him, and, and, like, everybody was on these fucking YouTube, and you go look in the comments, you'd be like, oh... Oh, you guys, I hope you guys make up. Oh, boy, free Teddy. Free Teddy. Get the fuck out of here. Go fuck yourself. It's like Pinky Sanchez was his fucking biggest supporter, right? And now all of a sudden he's out there talking shit. Oh, just... And I'll agree with the motherfucker because I saw him post some shit on, uh, I think it was like on Sozio's thing. Shout out to uh, Struggling with Sozio. Uh, I mean... The show is struggling because, I mean, he's got Kid Osborne on the show now as opposed to all of his illustrious guests before when he could actually travel to them. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm playing, but I'm not. Um, I like Kit. I do like Kit. Um, but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so he had posted something in a little fucking chat or whatever the fuck there talking about – uh. Oh, this this Joe Exotic guy is giving me Teddy Hart vibes. Well, you're fucking 100% right. Because as far as I'm concerned, if Teddy wasn't born into the wrestling business and he was just fucking born in the South and had access to big cats, that's what he would be. Let's go into the fucking Tiger King thing. I I uh, I got one episode left on that show, so I don't think I'm gonna learn anything new on that last episode that I don't already haven't already figured out off of this situation. I had some time to think about this, and you know the fucking the jokes and 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 the memes are really funny. But as far as I'm concerned, in my my final conclusion of this, I don't, I don't think that this. Carol killed her fucking husband. I just don't. And I'll tell you why. This show was cooked like a motherfucker. Um, she's got her, her current husband put out a, a post on Facebook or YouTube or one or whatever the fuck it initially went on. But I shared it. And um, I'm not saying just because it sounds sincere that that's what I'm believing. But the fact of the matter is, is they were lied to as far as why the documentary was being made. And they they were told that it was to shut down the type of shit that, that Joe Exotic was doing. And the cub petting and this and that. And let's not get it fucked up because this was before this, this fucking Tiger King shit came out. I was already talking about this when The Undertaker was posing with fucking cubs. And all this, and I'm pretty sure the place Undertaker was posing with Cubs was at that uh, dock jerk off with all the fucking chicks that are all messed out, hanging with him. That's he was at his joint, Myrtle Beach, whatever the fuck. That's that's where the Undertaker was at. Was at that dock guy's fucking joint, you know, who's exploiting the shit out of fucking animals. So, but I had I had said all of this shit before the whole fucking thing hit hit that, and it was weird how it, it all came out like right after that. But this cub petting shit is fucking terrible. There's a place in India that is so heavily fucking trafficked by tourists. And they straight up murder those fucking 
cats when they get older and they sell their bones, they sell their pelts, they sell their meat, they sell everything they can. And then they get more cubs. They just keep breeding them. They use the cubs for pictures and photo ops and this and that. And when they get a little too fucking big, they kill them or they sell them off to somebody and they don't give a fuck what happens to them. And that's a lot of what goes on here too. And that, that's what's going on with the fucking Joe asshole over there and this doc jerk off and all of that. And from the very start of it, Carol makes very fucking clear. She is dead set against everything he's doing, the breeding, the, this, the, that, all of that shit. And that's, she's fucking, she's nutty. Of course she's fucking nutty, but she's dead set against all the things that everybody else in that fucking show is doing. This show is built up as Joe being the fucking hero. He might be wacky, he might be methed out, he might be this, he might be that, but it, he's kind of the hero and the and the star of this show. For her to just be the person who just doesn't like what he's doing, that's not as entertaining. You understand that the entire accusation of her killing her husband initially came from Joe Exotic, which he had no ties to her personal life. He had no inner workings of her personal life. He wasn't involved in anything she was doing. He has no way to have inside information about something that happened within, within her family. I'm not saying it's impossible for the thing to have happened. But if the whole thing came from this guy, the same guy that fucking had one of his fucking workers arm fucking eaten off in, in their fucking, in his joint. Had another fucking uh, boyfriend that he fucking, he turned into a husband. It was a straight guy and he messed him out until he fucking was blowing him and shit. And he fucking put him through this fucking torment of a life that he didn't want to fucking lead. Until he blew his fucking brains out on the show. Like, this is what was going on in Joe's world. Joe didn't have a whole lot of problem with what she was doing other than whatever little preposterous fucking claims he was putting up there. His big thing was, Oh, she killed her husband. She killed her husband. I mean, your, your guy blew his own fucking brains out. Your other worker got his fucking arm eaten. Her arm eaten. It looks like a dude, but her arm eaten. Like countless fucking shit was going on. He was feeding fucking, expired meat to his fucking employees and his fucking cats shaving costs down to like a third of what it would cost if he wasn't giving them fucking old meat cats living in fucking environments like fucking new york it looked like new york in a fucking tiger cage 20 fucking cats in the same fucking cage imagine something breaks out with one of those cats they're fucking dying they're dying Cats get diseases just like anything else. Sickness and everything else. So the chances of survival. He was pulling fucking cubs away from the mothers as they were dropping out of the back of the fucking tiger. And then sticking them in a fucking pack and play or fucking, uh, you know, a, a playpen in his fucking living room going, oh, this shit, it won't shut up. Fucking keep crying. Because you pull him away from his fucking mother, you stupid cocksucker. That's why. But again, like, the focus on this show is fucking Carol Baskin, fucking... Because she was the fucking villain. She was painted as the villain in this show. So they had the villainizer. They had to fucking lean on something to make something about what she was doing evil. And, and 
her intention of not wanting the cats to live that type of life, she was being a refuge for cats that were in those situations. And if she got them into her care, she would take care of them for the rest of her life. Wouldn't breed them. Wasn't exploiting them like that. She had only privately guided tours. Once a year, they had a fucking thing where they allowed a big, large group of people. And they raised money for um, actual tigers in the wild. And and you can follow them. You can follow the Big Cat Rescue and see all the things they're doing. See the shape of their cats. See the enclosures. See the fucking life that they're living. It's, it's fucking miles apart from what the fuck this jerk off is doing. But he was the fucking hero. He was the fucking spectacle of that show. So the way that she was painted was like this fucking evil bitch. But let's not fucking take out of context who was saying that shit to begin with. Like, considered a source is is the phrase, I believe. You know? So, I, I'm just... I, I'm leaning further further into the camp, but she didn't do a fucking thing. You don't know that she did, that she didn't, she whatever. But, you know? This guy legitimately... This is the guy who legitimately put a hit out on her is, is spotlighting how she killed a person. This is a guy who blew up his own fucking warehouse with fucking animals in it to make a fucking spectacle out of that shit gain more money and support to rebuild it bigger and better all this shit is fucking documented all this shit was right there like look at what a fucking evil piece of shit he is but because he's kooky and he's fucking wild and he's got a bunch of quotable things he's saying motherfuckers are like yeah I gotta get a shirt no fucking dude this is every fucking thing that's wrong with animals in captivity. You go watch the fucking Bronx Zoo show. It's called The Zoo. And you see what they do. And they create habitats that are like the habitats that they live in in the wild. They do very responsible breeding where there's only so many done per so many bloodlines. And they, they do these things to keep animals from being taken from the wild. So that way, um, like right now, there's no gorillas are being bred for captivity or, you know, are, are being taken for the wild. Excuse me. They're not being taken from the wild anymore as far as the accredited zoos in the United States. It's all done through a breeding program that makes sure that they don't continue, continuously mix bloodlines and they don't inbreed them to the point of you know, shortening their lifespans and creating genetic problems and things like that. There's, there's associations and, and um, organizations that are involved in this. There's an actual structure to the way that things go. This isn't just jerk offs, keeping animals in cages for no reason. And you see that the amount of love that they have for these animals and how they go above and beyond to make sure that everything is good with that cat's health every single day. And you see, None of that happening with this asshole. And it's just, it's so disgusting to tell you that, like, there's a fine line between, like, considering this entertaining and laughing at this guy and fucking, you know, whatever. And and the other side of it, we're, we're like, kind of fucking representing this guy a little bit. And really talking shit on her like she's the fucking issue because that's the way the show fucking leaned he was a motherfucker but like oh carol fucking baskin like he she was the villain but is she fucking really 
other than being a kook, when when you look at all the other things that she's actually doing as opposed to what he's doing with these animals, is she, is she the issue? Because, I mean, personally, like I said, if the one thing we're talking about questioning, if she killed her husband, I don't give a fuck if she killed her husband or not, to be honest with you. I really don't. The animals are treated well, and her intention is to fucking keep people like fucking Joe Exotic from doing what he did with those cats. If that's her life's goal is to fucking keep those 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 type of people from owning and breeding massive amounts of cats that have to live in fucking shithole fucking zoos, then then you know what I'm fucking Team Carol fucking Baskin. You know, that's that's just. That's just me, you know? It doesn't seem like a a pretty consistent thing. People are leaning on her way heavier than they're leaning on a fucking thing that he did to an animal during that whole thing. Not how disgusting is it that this this guy's doing this. Not not anything. Just, you know, this this fucking guy. This fucking Carol fucking Baskin. Um, You know, it's just... It's fucking crazy. Um, I just saw a thing that uh, uh, Joe Exotic is hospitalized after contracting coronavirus in prison. I don't know if that's a legit thing or not. I hope it is. You know, I hope this motherfucker dies slow. Like, I really, really mean that. Um, You know, let me see. I, I know I had some other shit people through me and uh definitely want to talk about some of these things um oh man i just fucking i gotta get this fucking kid uh let me see where the fuck this is so some guy named clem clem which like he goes by at deathmatch dad on fucking twitter there's a, um, I guess Nick Gage was doing like a shoot interview kind of deal. So he asked for questions. And he said right in there, no corny shit or anything like that. Unfortunately, he's created like a, a, a horde of the corniest motherfuckers on the planet that have uh, kind of repackaged themselves as bad motherfuckers, even though that's the furthest thing from the truth. Um, so this deathmatch dad fella, uh, this this is what he he wrote. This is his question. What does it feel like to be a living icon and get so much love and energy from the MDK family? I have it tatted on my knuckles. MDK is so much more than three letters to me, and so many others. Much love, Clem. Fuck you, Clem. You know what I mean? You're a piece of shit. And if you're a deathmatch dad, you're a horrible dad. You got those big stupid gauges in your fucking ear holes. You got MDK on your fucking knuckles. MDK means so much more to you. It means murder, death, kill, which is something Nick Gage didn't do. What Nick Gage actually did was got strung out on drugs and robbed a bank in broad daylight. So he's not, like, tough for being a felon because he's a felon from being a strung-out drug addict that walked into a bank in broad daylight and then ran away to Atlantic City with the money with Brett Lauderdale. So, uh, allegedly, that second part, just in case. However, that's not bad motherfucker shit. That's strung-out, crackhead, fucking 
dopehead drug addict shit. That's not something you should look up to. This is a guy who, who spent fucking four or five years in fucking prison, came back out, and within a year violated and went back in. So MDK means so much to you, does it? Because you ain't killing shit either. So it's really weird how MDK means so much to you. You know what it means to me? It means somebody stole the fucking phrase. Gage stole the phrase from Demolition Man, because that's where the fuck he came from. When they're like, murdered, murdered, death, kill. That's what the fuck that came from. He didn't get it from a gang. He didn't get it from a fucking prison. He got it from Demolition Man. He got it from fucking Wesley Snipes, Sylvester Stallone, fucking... That's the crew he fucking got that from. Eastern Bloc Demolition Man fucking hate club. That's where the fuck he got that shit from. Cut the fucking bullshit. You're a fan of a wrestler. He's not your fucking friend. He's not. He's not. And if he is, he's a loser like you then. And I don't think he is. But I could be wrong, because I don't know him like that. But you got MDK, you're a father, and you got... MDK for murder, death, kill tattooed on your fucking fingers. It should be like morphine drip, kid. Because again, there was no murder, death, kill in anything. The only thing that Gage has ever murdered, death, killed in the ring was himself. (laughs) When he fucking got helicoptered out and his fucking pulse was stopping because he bled too fucking much because he dove through the fucking light tube sideways and fucking cut his fucking arm. And I know, you know, these, these deathmatch fucking jerk-offs are going to get... A, the, the the kid with the Japanese writing is going to get all fired up. Not other, just, just fucking pussy. Absolute fucking pussy. I just keep seeing more and more of these fucking people who worship at the throne of fucking Nick Gage. This is a wrestler. This is a fucking professional wrestler who did time for robbing a bank in broad daylight. Stop idolizing this fucking guy. You can be better as a human being than that guy without even fucking trying. But if you're going to lean into it like, this is life, then then you're a shithead. You're a complete shithead. It, you know what I mean? It, it's crazy. Let me, let me touch on this Japanese uh, writing having jerk off. I don't know what his fucking name is because I don't read Japanese. Apparently he's an interpreter. I interpret it as he's a jerk off. He's a jerk-off that looks like he just got out of the locker someone stuffed him in in high school. That's the type of jerk-off he looks like. He's wearing a fucking, like, wrist gauntlets for photo ops. He's a jerk-off. An absolute pussy that I'd crumple up in a ball if given the fucking chance. You know what I mean? Like, this is this is the type of motherfucker who runs their mouth online. So, um... There was, uh, you know, the, a lot of talk about the ECW thing. New Jack did the fucking, uh, the, the fucking whatever the fuck that was called, uh, Dark Side of the Ring or whatever. So there was talk about that. And my buddy Lou Mavs, he got on there and said, like, you know, this brings, brings back a lot of memories. Um, the way uh, CZW, Zandig era, CZW belonged to J-Cat was the way I feel about ECW. And it looked. I, I understand where the where the, the butt hurt fucking swooped in on these jerk offs because they heard it belonged to J Cat like it was my shit. But no, it just he meant 
and I know this is hard, like, because you're an interpreter, so you can't interpret, like, the English fucking language. You know, God forbid, you learn a whole other language, but you haven't mastered the fucking one you were, you were born into. The first one you learned, you, you don't have shit to do with that one. You don't, you don't have any grasp of that at all. You're just a fucking asshole. But, you know, you, you got the Japanese thing down, so you could blow a Japanese guy and tell him thank you afterwards without anybody misunderstanding you on that end. You know what I mean? So you can ask a Japanese guy, can I suck your dick? And he'll understand what you're saying and pull his cock out. That's, that's why you learned a second language, because that's the type of motherfucker you are. So anyway, this guy with the Japanese fucking writing responds to that by laughing. Like he puts the laugh emoji on the fucking thing. Which again, like, dude, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know where you... I, 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 don't, I don't know where you get your... your your bravery, your humor, your any of that shit from. Because no one's no one's fucking joking with you. Again, my friend said something, and his intention was CZW, Zandig era, early 2000s, 2000s in general, CZW, was special to J-Cat. It's what he meant, and he's right. That's it. Simple as that. You know, when you were fucking five years old and your asshole parents were taking care of you before they shipped you off to Japan to go blow a Japanese guy. I was attending shows that and they, they meant something to me. You know, I, I really enjoyed those shows. That's that that was my favorite point in wrestling. And that's really all my friend was trying to convey. But I know it's it's difficult for you to understand and not try to like. Um, passive aggressively shit on something that you would again never do to my face. Everyone wants to point out who who will say what to whose face. I I, I haven't seen any of you, any not a fucking one of you. I, that's I just I just had to put that out there because it's like it, it's like enough already, guys. You know, you you throw dirt on people's fucking name online. You have no fucking business even bringing up in a conversation. Because you wouldn't stand a fucking prayer in a verbal conversation with me, in a physical altercation with me, in any of that shit. I'll shred you verbally. I'll shred you physically. Any fucking thing you want to bring to the fucking table, I got it. I, I got all of that. I'm smarter than you. I'm stronger than you. I'm faster than you. I'm a better father than you. Hopefully you don't have fucking kids like the deathmatch dad fellow over there. I'm I, I'm more passionate about what I'm passionate about because if if what you're passionate about is is translating a Japanese wrestler's words so you can go home and then he said Sandig is a nice guy, you know then then I'm not really impressed by your passion, you know. But you know it, it is what it is. Whatever works for you. But I would I would definitely keep my fucking name out of your mouth, all you cocksuckers, because like. God forbid the random ass fucking roulette wheel of life puts us in the same building at any point. And it won't be at a wrestling show because I don't, I don't want to attend a wrestling show ever. Like I'm all set. I'm, I'm good. I'm 42. I'm not, I'm not looking to surround myself with fucking people who don't know how to wash their bodies and want to drink in the middle of the fucking day all the time. Like, you know, I've been there, done that. I, I've always washed myself. But I used to be, you know, an alcoholic. I used to have these type of fucking issues. 
but these are people that live this fucking life very comfortably and and they just they think there's nothing wrong with just being like a bottom feeding piece of shit and i'm not really looking to surround myself with that type of stuff i'm not really looking to sit through fucking people jerking each other off in the ring going this is part of the show man they're not really gay but if they were like and you're mad about it like you're the problem and it's like <laughs> dude i'm all fucking set with you motherfuckers like it's all right it's all right man you you can keep the whole fucking show like, i don't give a fuck do your thing so uh that's that's that um what the fuck else do I have? I, I thought there was something else. Um, fucking Clem. Oh, Clemmy. Um, oh, uh, okay. So, uh, Jeff Sand asked me uh, about the Carol Baskin thing. I think I covered that. Uh, did I get my birdcage done? I think I answered that as well. Um, did I get my jersey sold? No, I didn't. So I have those two jerseys, um, anyone interested, the Mavs jersey and the um, Lakers, uh, Anthony Davis jersey, both double XL, like I said, 45 each, including shipping, whatever the fuck. I, I, I don't really like peddling shit. This is why, like, when I ordered my fucking t-shirts for this show and I got my fuck out of here t-shirt still available, my I'm a John Zandig guy t-shirt still available, I, but I don't, I don't really pitch this shit you know when i first got the zandig shirts I, I i could fucking tell you 10 fucking guys wrestlers and all this shit go i have to have one dude dude i gotta get one and they, they never fucking follow through and i'm not i'm not this isn't my life i'm not chasing people down to fucking sell t-shirts i'm not gonna fucking badger people well dude why could you buy the shirt remember you said you could buy the shirt fuck, i don't give a fuck man they'll sit in my attic for the rest of my fucking life for all i care like it's just it is what it is you want one hit me up if you don't just fucking let's 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 move on you know what i mean like i'm not i'm not that guy i don't like to irritate people i don't like to fucking get in people's ass about like could you do this for me could you do this for me like just just live your life man i'm doing me you do you that's it you know um so that's that. Uh, are my kettlebells on it? Yes, they are. Um, I had a fucking, um, the, the primate kettlebells. Uh, I have the one pood and the two pood, which I hate that word. It's like shit. You know what I mean? Somebody pooed out this kettlebell. It's like, I don't know. I mean, it's like the equivalent of like 33 pounds and like 77 pounds or some shit like that is my two kettlebells. So the gorilla is 77 pounds and the, uh, the chimpanzee, which looks more like a bonobo monkey, uh, or nah, it's not a monkey. It's an ape. Um, but those are the two I got, you know, just, I'm trying to get together some home workouts. I, I can't get to it as, as often as I, I normally do. My, my routine is at the gym. You know, I, I really, that's my place of comfort. Um, I'm still in better shape than any of these fucking cunts on the fucking Facebook that talk shit about me. Um, I, and I'll die that way. I'll die in better shape. Ten years after I'm dead, I'll be in better shape than these cocksuckers walk around with. But, um, but yeah, I, um, yeah, that, so those were on it. They, they had like superhero ones a little bit later and shit like that. Not really my deal, but the fucking primates were like right up my alley. I love primates. Um, but yeah, that's that's that. Uh, Tremont has a podcast. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, it's just it's it's just gonna be nothing but bullshit. Uh, like I said, Tremont, uh, he, he's a nice guy, I guess. But 
lots of carny shit, lots lots of bullshit. A lot of the reasons why I just don't like fucking wrestling, and I don't like a lot of wrestlers because it's not genuine. All that everyone's your brother, 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 brother. It's fake. Fuck out of here. I don't. I don't like it. I, I don't fucking like it. You know, I, I don't want to be talked to like I'm a fucking five-year-old and you're just being nice to me because I'm a five-year-old. I'm a grown-ass man. I don't like my insult, intelligence insulted. And it's just, it's not good. His girlfriend posted some shit yesterday. Who knows if he's got a podcast still or if he's on life support. Who fucking knows? Because his girlfriend posted one of those fucking passive-aggressive fucking... I need everybody's thoughts and prayers right now, but don't ask me why. And it's like, then shut the fuck up. I mean, like, wait. you want everyone to hit you up with fucking well wishes, but they can't know why they're well wishing. Then, then just leave everybody alone. And when you talk about it, talk about it. Like, what the fuck is the, the online wishes doing for you anyway? You're like riling people up that actually care about you that have fucking donated to countless fucking fundraisers and GoFundMes and shit that the Tremonts have put up over the fucking years. And and then and, and in the long run, it's like, dude, don't don't overstep your bounds. Don't, you know, respect our privacy, but give us all the prayers and thoughts, and we have a GoFundMe if you want to prevent. It's just like, dude, just fucking either come out with it or just leave it the fuck alone. Jesus Christ. People want privacy, but they want your fucking sympathy as well. It's like they want everything. They want all of the fucking things. You know? Meanwhile... Still living in the fucking building. Still living in the fucking wrestling building. Which is not fucking... Not something you're supposed to be doing. With a dog. Shitting on the floor. Fucking staph infections left and right. Fucking, oh yeah, brother. I just want to... I just want to wrestle out here, brother. Dude. Settle the fuck down. This This is crazy. You look fucking 58 years old. You know? You're way younger than me. You look crazy as fuck. It's like, you know, he cemented himself as a deathmatch legend. But, come on, man. This this shit looks crazy. And you're living in a fucking building that hosts fucking wrestling events. That when I went to a wrestling event in that building, I went, holy shit, this is a shithole. I don't know if they've changed things, but at the time, they had one toilet in the building for the entire crowd of fucking fans. You'd spend half the fucking show, like, do I have to piss during this show? Then I should definitely get online now because I'll be the, you know, the um, 42nd person in line. And then, you know, maybe uh, my bladder won't explode or I won't piss on myself and smell like the rest of this crowd. You know what I mean? Or we could just fucking blend with the group and just piss on myself, you know? Um, it, it's just, I, I just don't really respect the um, the lifestyle at all. Because then, like, the same downtrodden fucking, I need help, fucking, I don't have anything, I'm homeless, I'm this, I'm that, whatever. Like, it all comes out of the same mouth of the people who are living fucking recklessly. They're not living responsibly. They're not doing things that are even legal or or, or fucking any type of adult. Like, no adult would do the things that that some of these, these wrestlers are doing. And then when... That little bit of fucking stability falls out of the bullshit that they were doing to begin with. Then they're fucking, please, somebody help. And why don't don't you try living a fucking normal human life like everybody else? Get a fucking job. Work the fucking job. Do your hobby shit on the side. Because that's what this is. Deathmatch wrestling is a hobby. No one's going to be fucking filthy rich off of it. Not nobody. 
indie wrestling, it's a hobby. Cut it the fuck out. Unless you're one of the select few that can actually make big fucking money on TV. It's a, it's a hobby. Get a real fucking job. Get health insurance. Get fucking something going for yourself. Or never, ever bring up the fans that you don't have money. No, don't ever bring up how you need new gear and someone stole it out of your car and that's all you have and that's also your apartment and someone, you know. So they essentially broke into your living room because that's the car and the front of the car is the living room. And, you know, I I don't, it's ridiculous. There's people going through real hardships that are giving it their all. There's people who are going through life giving it their all. And they're they're suffering hardships that they can't prevent. All of the shit that goes on in this fucking ridiculous wrestling industry, for the most part, is preventable. You know? Uh, it's. I had to fucking... Uh, I told you guys I had to... Um, I had to... Uh, unfollow uh, Marcus Crane because of his bullshit, you know, for for so long that he was just constantly bashing everything that fucking anyone does that's not Bernie Sanders. And I, and I said from the start, like, Bernie Sanders is not winning the fucking election. So, like, your gimmick is just being like, I want Ronald McDonald to be president. Everyone else sucks. It's like, well, Ronald's not winning the fucking president. Well, that's why his country's wrong, because I'm for Ronald. And he said that we could have cheeseburgers and a Happy Meal, and I want a Happy Meal. And it's like, but that's not realistic. Well, that's why this country is bullshit. It's like, you're being fucking unrealistic, you know? And Bernie continues to stay in the fucking race, even though he's lost. He's taking votes away from the person who would beat the fucking Donald Trump if he had the fucking backing, if he had the support. You got motherfuckers who are hanging on to Bernie going, he's my guy still. I don't care if he's losing. Well, then guess who's fucking winning again, buddy? Don't be a cutie pie. Fucking Donald Trump. He'll be winning again. That That's who's winning. So if you're so fucking mad at him, let's, let's fucking hope that somebody, anybody stands a fucking chance. And if your guy doesn't stand a chance... The smartest fucking thing to do is is fucking jump on the team that does. Otherwise, you don't even care about the cause. You don't care about Trump not being in office. You can unfollow people if they're into Trump and this and that. But in the same token, you're just like, fuck Joe Biden. He's just like him. Is he? Is is he really? You're finding something to be offended about. Maybe he used the wrong term for somebody because that seems to be a bigger fucking uh, social issue to a lot of these people is somebody's feelings. Did he call it a China virus? Because that's fucking wrong. It's like, never mind that. He went on the news and said that we're not in danger. That this is bullshit. That this is made up. To rig the election. And now he's fucking panicking. And now he's fucking backpedaling. He said the shit was going to be open by Easter. And now the reality sets in. Oh no. This shit is going through the summer motherfuckers. Keep this shit fucking. Keep this shit 100. This shit is going through the summer. We are not having a summer. I mean we're having a summer. It's just going to be a lot closer to fucking home. Than we're used to. But again, 
if I get through it alive, I don't give a fuck. I'm not racing this season. This that's clearly off the table. These fucking these fucking race companies, these cocksuckers, man. They're still selling races for June. They're still going sign up now, low prices. And if it's canceled because of the coronavirus, you can transfer your race membership, your race registration to another one of our races. Oh, can I, pal? So that means because they only run like one, not even in every state. So like if I did like one in Jersey, the next closest one would be like fucking upstate New York is like five hours away or some shit. So it's like, oh shit, if they cancel the one that's fucking an hour and a half away from my house, you mean I could use it on one five hours away? Oh man, let me sign up right now, pal. Like you motherfuckers. Not that like, don't worry about it. If it's canceled, the coronavirus will fucking shoot your money back. No, no, you can drive fucking half a day and then pull your fucking your body out of a fucking car and then go obstacle race. You can have to drive so far or fly that you now need a hotel as well as the fucking thing. What a great fucking, what a great extension of your kindness and generosity in this difficult time. Fuck you motherfuckers. This is clearly I'm not racing this year, but if I make it through this shit, I get to race next year, and I'm okay with that. You got to understand, guys, if we have the ability to make fucking plans and make makeup plans and all these other things, we're fucking, we're blessed. We're in the fucking, we're in the winning team. We're on the right side of things if we get fucking through this individually, and we could fucking do anything. How many people do we see, do we know? Each one of us that listens to this fucking show, me speaking these fucking words, have loved ones that are gone. They don't get to see another fucking new show that comes on television. They don't get the chance to stay in their fucking house that they, they wanted to. They don't get a chance to make plans next year, five years from now. They're gone forever. And that's what's on the line here, guys, is, is we could all just be fucking gone forever. Whether we're good, bad... Ugly. Most of you motherfuckers are ugly. I mean, let's let's just be straight. Um, let's just be straight up about it. Yeah, I mean, most of you motherfuckers are. There's not nearly as many beautiful people as there are ugly. So, uh, you know, you take your ugly ass somewhere nice when the shit is over. You know? That's, that's what's important, I think. You know? But maybe not. Maybe I'm completely fucking wrong and you should just go outside and fucking, you know have uh, reunions of all sorts. People you haven't seen in a long time. You just go like, see him again. Because why not, right? Like, what what, what could happen? Oh, death? Yeah, that's... I mean, there's that. Um, Shaheen asked me about a deathmatch season during the Rona. It just, it should be actual deaths. Because if they're doing this shit still, then, then, then perish, motherfucker. I, I'm not... I don't like fucking throw caution to the wind shit anymore. I really don't. Maybe that's just the old man in me. You know what I mean? As I get further and it's like, that's not music with your little yachty. These damn kids don't know what it's worth. You know, fucking <laughs> acting all irresponsible out there. I just got like no patience for it anymore. You know, we, we died doing regular shit at some point. 
<laughs> you know? So, I mean, I guess you could take two sides of it and be like, you might as well do whatever the fuck you want now. But, like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's the shit. Like, I've been soured on a lot of this shit, you know, the death matches and this and that. Because, again, you know, fucking Brian Woods fucking fucks his knee up. Now you, you got to go fund me. I, I can't work my regular job. Whose fucking fault is that? You know, you're putting it on my fucking bank account like it's my fault. You could have fucking just not done this little Ian Rotten show for fucking whatever amount of money that was, which is not a lot. Definitely not a lot. You know what I mean? Like, just stupid shit like that. I mean, have fun. If that's what the fuck you want to do, good. But take every bit of responsibility that comes with it. Alex Cologne has a podcast, too. I can't wait to hear what that shit has to say. Talented fucking wrestler, but completely irresponsible. Um, I'm I'm definitely interested in that. So, if he gets it onto iTunes, like fucking regular people, um, I'll check that out and most likely dissect it on this fucking show. Um, everyone's got a fucking podcast now. Everybody's got fucking um. Everybody's got you know, their own fucking, uh, show. Everybody's got some kind of, oh, I want to, I'm going to go on Facebook and tell you all my favorite movies, man. I don't give a fuck about your favorite movies. I don't want to, you know what I mean? Um, this brings me to my next thing. Um, I'm going to do something. I really didn't plan on doing this. I, I devalue, what I do pretty regularly, you know, I, I talk down about a lot of people, but believe me, I'm just critical of myself and I'm going to start a Patreon and I'm not going to beg motherfuckers, man. I'm asking you if I've entertained you sign up. It's going to be $5 a month. And I promise you I'm going to dance monkey dance. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to put content up, you know, I, I, right now, um, you know, I, I pay $30 a month for this. Now I, I, you know, that's, that's on me. If I don't do a fucking show, if I take three fucking weeks off and I still want to pay fucking $30, that that's on me. If I'm asking for money out of you guys, I now have an obligation to put up content. Which means I'm going to start doing a lot more of this type of shit, but I think in smaller segments. So if I got some shit on my mind or whatever, I'll just hop on that motherfucker and just go off. Might be a half hour, might be 10 minutes, whatever the fuck. I'll show you a lot more in-depth stuff with my puppets. Uh, I plan on doing a lot more stuff with my puppets and, 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 and um, you know, full-on shows with them. And I I just did like a Captain Dave move in my speech pattern. I don't know what happened. Um, maybe it's like an early stroke going on. I don't know. If you don't hear from me again, it was the rest of the stroke kicked in right after the show. Um, so, you know, I'm really going to try to put up a lot more. And um, I can do a lot of, uh, you know, video stuff, podcast-ish stuff, cover any kind of topics anyone wants to hear. I'm going to very, very much so cater to whoever is on my Patreon um, because those are the 
those are consumers. You know what I mean? So whatever the fuck you want me to talk about is what I'm going to try to talk about. Um, pop it stuff. I've been, I've been trying to fucking get motivation to get myself off the ground with it. This is going to give me all the reason in the world. Excuse me. The fucking, um, cold brew coffee just, uh, fucking hit me wrong. So, um, anyway, uh, I, I'm really, I, I promise to put up fucking consistent content and, um, that's, that's all I can fucking do. Um, it, it'll give me something. And if I get a handful of people on there, it, it'll be some kind of kickback or whatever. Um, I, I know I'm again, like, I don't like asking for money from fucking people, but it's become like blatantly obvious to me that I'm a lot more entertaining than other people, than a lot of other people. Now with this new surge of everybody's got a fucking show, everybody's got a podcast, everyone thinks I want to see them on Facebook Live. Uh, Kid Osborne thinks I want to see him drinking in his kitchen. Yeah, I mean, and again, I like Kit, man. I I, uh, I fuck with Kit because I like him. Yeah, I mean, so that, that's that's why, you know, I, I give him these, these type of shout outs. I don't know that they're actually uh, flattering in any way, shape, or form, but... um. But no, I, I think he's a good dude. Um, I think he's a good wrestler. He could be a lot better if he sat in the right fucking crowds, if he sat in the right fucking groups of people, trained himself a little harder. You know what I mean? Because he's been around. He's he's paid his dues. He's he's fucking done some serious deathmatch fucking bumps that'll just get forgotten forever because they were in CZW after CZW died and continued to run shows. CZW's weekend at Bernie's, you know what I mean? It's just, they're just dragging that motherfucker around to, like, wherever they're going. That's a CZW still kind of exists, but it's like, you know, Bernie used to walk around all by himself, and now it's fucking attached to Maven and whatever the fuck. Anyway, um, but yeah, no one's looking for that type of shit, you know? So, I, um, I figure it's worth a fucking shot, um... I'm going to have to, obviously, I, I know I have a handful of people that are willing to support it right off the jump, and it is just a handful of people. But what I'm going to need to see is, and it's not just because, look, this needs to be financially um, valuable to me. This this needs to be very uh, profitable to me. Believe me, that's definitely what I would like. But more so than anything, it's got to climb above a handful of people because if it's just a handful of people, I'm going to feel like I'm taking advantage of those those people. I've always felt that way, that if you got 10 fucking people on the Patreon and that's your consistent number, those are the 10 people that are willing to fucking pay you to listen to you. Why why those people of everybody am I looking to take their money? Like, I, I feel bad. I, I just, I really do. So I'm going to see how it goes. I'm going to try to fucking, you know, but if you guys find entertainment in it, if you are some of the few that, that do sign up and find entertainment in it, and I'm not, I have it all set up. It's fucking, it's an actual page. I'm not launching it until I get fucking content going. I'm getting a light fixed in my room. Once I get the light fixed in my room, I could do a lot more shit as far as video and stuff. Cause the lighting's just kind of trash in here. I could do a lot more with the puppets and the podcast and the this and the that. And uh, it's all in the works. And, um, you'll know about it when it launches. And like I said, if I'm entertaining you, if you're one of the few that do sign up for it, try to spread the word. 
we can get a bunch of fucking people on there, I'll feel a lot better about it. And uh, not like I'm just taking advantage of uh, the people who support me the most because that's, I don't know. I just don't, I don't like that, you know? But again, I, I will fucking do everything I can to provide content to make it worth it. Um, Cause it, it's going to be something that weighs heavily on me that I'm charging people to listen to my bullshit. So I'll make sure there's enough bullshit that if that's what you like, you'll be full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, okay. I, I'm telling you, I'm losing my fucking mind. And at the very least, it will be entertaining. Um, let me see. Um, apparently, uh, merch from the uh, the Nighthawk show was uh, beefing with Don Tony, which I don't give a good goddamn about. Um, I, I Stephen uh, Milan, he uh, asked me about this, so I, but I, I like I don't give a shit about merch is a, is a cornball. Um, he, he does one of these, like, fuck, his show's, like, 18 hours long. I, I liked how he, like, he went at Teddy and had Teddy on the show and all this shit like this, but he's a guy who just reads off the fucking chat room, and I, I've been there and done that, and I just, I don't think it's an entertaining form of podcasting or radio or whatever. To your outside listener who just listens to it and you're just reading all the people's fucking comments in the chat, it's just... It's shit. You're not to me. You're not really providing that much content. You don't really have that much talent. I thought I saw somewhere on there that he's like a comedian, but I never heard anything funny that came out of his mouth that wasn't typed by somebody else first that he regurgitated into the fucking show. Like, I I, I don't know. He just seems like a fucking cornball to me. Um, and Don Tony's always seemed like a fucking racist to me. Um, he's another complete cornball. He tells the same stories eighteen fucking times. He was blowing the mass maniac. Mass Maniac's a carny piece of shit, and he was like his fucking henchman. Um, fucking, he he jumped on the XPW bandwagon because XPW was the closest thing to ECW when he saw it. That Shane Douglas and all that other shit on it, so he saw that as a big fucking thing. So when they came over here to the East Coast, and by the way, they came over to the East Coast to run out a fucking home fed. Like, this is something you should have been more into than the one from the other fucking coast that came over here to try to run a home fed out of the fucking Northeast. And they got the shit smacked out of him. So at that point, he took offense to that and hated CZW because they fucking... So he would say shit on his show like, Oh, they they have light tubes in every match and uh, I don't, I don't like that type of stuff. It's overkill. And it's like, no, the fuck they don't. They never did. I was there. That's not what happened. I was flyering for XPW and the fucking get the fuck out of here, dude. You know? And, and like, then like down the road, like Rob Black said, like he didn't even remember who the fucking guy was and shit, you know? And, and it's just, it's just, this like this fanboy over, overhyped bullshit like you're too involved when you shouldn't be at all and it's like be a fan of whatever the fuck you want to but when you're holding grudges about this company and that company it really has nothing to do with you and if anything you should have had a fucking love for the 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 company that was running in your favorite feds building and making their own legacy there instead of just trying to hitch on to the guys using the guys you knew you know the shane douglas the sandman's I don't know. It just, just to me, just came off as just like douchebag shit. And um, 
He was always just a fucking weirdo. He called the indies off-Broadway plays. Oh, it's like off-Broadway plays. Like, they're not really ready for TV. And now, when the indie burst happened onto the fucking uh, TV scene, he started going, you know, like fucking uh, John Moxley from Ring of Honor. And it's like, dude, you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, just... You weren't on Team Indy before. Now suddenly all these names are there, and you're like, I know him from the Northeast. No, you fuck, you don't. Shut up. I, I don't know. It's 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 not for me. So like, anytime his name comes up, I roll my fucking eyes. Like, uh, this fucking guy still exists. So I don't know. I don't I don't listen to it. I don't follow it. But like, merch fucking feuding with Don Tony is like fucking. I I, I don't know. Like it. I watch two squirrels chase each other out front in my yard and be way more entertained by that. Um, baffled, too, because I have enough peanuts for all of them, but they're still chasing each other over the one that the one grabbed. I, I You know, it's, uh, it's how I entertain myself. Um, yeah, Lou asked, that, you know, is there a way to support me uh, and my family since they cut hours? And again, that changed a little bit, but, you know, things are still pretty fucking difficult. And there's a lot of shakeups and things I'm dealing with. But no, I, I don't, I'm not asking for fucking money. And other than, you know, the fucking Patreon deal. I, I don't, you know, I like, I, I'm one of these cats that just likes to fucking take care of myself. You know, and, and it irks me when people don't. You know, like, let's use cigarettes for an example. I smoked cigarettes for 14 years. I, I, I've i been off cigarettes for over 10 years now, so. But when I smoked, I'd have two packs on me at all times. You know, if I ran out of the one pack, I'd open that second pack and I'd stop and get a pack on the way home or on the way wherever I'm going. So I knew I had that backup pack at all times. Because I don't want to ask someone for a cigarette. I don't want to put them out like that. You got other motherfuckers like the aforementioned Pinky Sanchez that would stand outside of a wrestling building and you'd see him every fucking single month. You got a cigarette? You got a cigarette? Yo, you got a Newport? You got a cigarette? Get the fuck out of here, bruh. Why'd you sign up for a habit that you had no plans on funding? The fuck? You're a bum to me. And you wonder why when motherfuckers all made it to fucking TV, all your friends around you started getting booked all over the fucking place and you're still stuck over here. It's because you're a bum. And and I just, I don't respect that behavior, whether it be financially, whether it be habit-wise, just that general willingness to take from somebody else on a regular basis. It's just, I don't really like it. So, um, that's just, just my thought process there. Um, I really appreciate anyone who does reach out like that. And, um, look, man, we're all struggling through this shit though. You know what I mean? I I don't think anybody's doing fantastic during this coronavirus thing. Anyone who was previously very fucking wealthy. I mean, they're even taking hits in the stock market and shit like this. So, Look, man, I, I'm not going to be the one to play victim in this situation. Sure, I got a family. I got three kids. I got a lot of animals. I got all this stuff. And I'm just going to have to do every fucking thing I can. That's just that's, that's just being a fucking man. You know? Take care of your own shit. If you need help, you ask for it. But, man, please fucking actual, actually need it. Please fucking try. Please actually apply yourself to the things you've assembled to be your life 
Don't just rely on motherfuckers bailing you out. Don't just rely on people to fucking, you know, fix what you fucked up. So, um, I think that's about all I got. Um, let me see. Um, Let me see. Uh, I think that's about all I got. Right? All right. Um, check out my boys over there at the Wrestling Soup. These motherfuckers know how to take me fucking people's money. <laughs> I don't mean that disrespectfully either, but, like, yo, they, they turned their shit into a business, and they earned that shit. You know, they, they put out fucking content. Their shows are like a half a penny a piece because they give you 18,000 shows a week. So if you, you know, individualize that shit, broke it down, you know, Bernie Sanders style, fucking 3% to the 2% to the 1% of that show only cost you one half of a penny. You know, that's, uh, but now they, they put out a shitload of content and, um, you know, go support them because they, they will give you your fucking money's worth. And, um, they're doing their thing, you know. Mish relocated, but he's still he's he's fucking locking in with this this show and just cracking out those fucking episodes. Maybe you know we all get through this shit. You guys see him on a you know a live um, appearance somewhere because they do those too, man. And again, this is stuff that's acquired through time and effort and dedication to what they did. So much love and respect to those guys, and uh, check them out. Uh, WrestlingSoup.com. For all your uh, things. Check out False Count Radio. Oh, man, Andrew Carluck. Um, oh, that reminded me, because he used to do Star Nation uh, and all that type of thing. Um, Sirius XM is doing a free... Uh, their app is free for non-subscribers and all that until, like, May or through May or halfway through May or sometime into May. So that means you can go on there, you can download the app for free, and you can get all their programming, you can get the Stern Show, you can get uh, you know all the music channels they get and stuff, you can stream it through the app, you can download things, listen to it later, all that shit. So I think that's a pretty cool thing that they're doing, and obviously, you know, there's a promotional side of it, they'd like you to get used to it during this time, and then sign up for it when everything gets better, but you don't need to do that if you don't want to. For the meantime, it's another thing that you just, you know that you can you can enjoy so fucking enjoy i'm only telling you that because uh sounds fucking cool to me i mean i already had serious but for those who don't if you ever wanted it and like i don't feel like spending that money well fucking how about it i mean i think it's a cool thing to do so um so yeah check out uh andrew carlock false count radio uh check out um my man jeremy i got you five stars he's fucking hunkered down at at the fucking crib over there again man you know guy's a professor ain't nobody teaching shit these days you know what i mean everybody's on hold i don't think fucking school's happening this year to be honest with you i think it's a wrap and i'll tell you another motherfucking thing i ain't a fucking teacher so when they send you home you gonna homeschool your kid i don't think i signed up for that shit at all i work six fucking days a week i'll do what i can but I'm going to tell you right now, my kid got A's. <laughs> Teacher grades fucking thing. It's my kid. Maybe I'm biased. Of course I'm biased. What the fuck you want me to do? You know what I mean? I don't think they let you grade the thing. It's probably sent back through the uh, 
school system anyway. But you know what I'm saying? Like, this it, is, you know, if you're going to tell me that I have to go through a bunch of schooling in order to be a teacher, unless some shit goes down, and then anyone, everyone's a teacher, well, I, I think you got some fucking explaining to do. No? But, uh, yeah. Check out my boy Jeremy, man. He's, he's, uh, doing his thing on the podcast over there. Still cranking him out, talking to motherfuckers. Hey, man, I haven't done the guest thing in a while. Um, but I, I gotta talk to him. I'd imagine it's a lot easier to get guests when nobody got plans. <laughs> you know? I know everybody's got their own fucking Facebook Live and fucking podcasts and shit like this, so I'd imagine they're available. Unless they're saving all the content for their all brand new fucking groundbreaking podcast where they talk about shit that no one is looking for. But, um, yeah, so so check out Jeremy doing his thing. He was here before the coronavirus, so support the fucking shows. There were actually shows before this fucking thing. Um, and then, of course, check out the who knows if there will be a football season, but the Eagles would be better off if there wasn't podcast. You know? Check out that we're proud of what we've done, even if it took a whole lifetime to accomplish the one Super Bowl podcast. You know? Check that shit out. For sure. My man, Eric Williams, uh, great dude. And, uh, you know, doing his fucking thing over there. Struggling with Sozio. Uh, check him out. You know? He's, he's, he's struggling, man. He's, he's fucking struggling. One thing that has stayed very consistent is struggling. More, probably more so now. Probably, probably, definitely more so now. He might have just talked about struggling before. Now he's actually struggling. It's almost like he could see the future. So, I mean, maybe he should say like, "I'm a millionaire with Sozio," and see that, see what happens. You know. Because if if the struggling was uh, like foreshadowing, you could just fucking, you know. I don't think the Millionaire with Sozio show is going to visit my house. That much I know. But, uh, you know, I mean, look. Just wishful thinking. All right, so I, I think that's all I got. Um, hang tight, guys, because I'm, I'm really going to try to get this fucking Patreon thing up, like, pretty fucking soon. Um... I don't know what else to tell you guys. Uh, I don't know if you'll hear me back on this fucking thing, on the Patreon, where it's going to be. Um, I, I I would like to tell you that I continue to do a fucking free version, but I don't know that that's the case. I, I, I don't, I don't know, but I'm not, I'm not really definite on anything yet. So, you know, tune in wherever the fuck, but, uh, yeah. So, um, did I hit everything? I think I plugged fucking everybody and whatever the fuck else is going to go on. So, uh, yeah, I guess I, I'll talk to you motherfuckers later. If there's more topics, I'll tag that shit on to the next episode. Peace. Talk to y'all later. Have a nice night. Stay dry. It's raining again. Tired as rain. Makes the grass green. Won't complain about that. That's all I gotta say. I'm out of here. I love all y'all and uh, shit. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes.
You've been in the gym, bro. You know why? DJ Hyde, fuck you. You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. I'll listen to your, to your podcast and I'll find everything out. You know what I mean? You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. So, what I make you? Good. Like Jesus tell me, tells me all the time to listen to what you got to say because you be blazing people. And I'm like, well, I got to hear it now. <laughs> you just know how to hide me, I don't have that problem. Me, I always tell a truth, even when I lie. The Cusa Kiss Radio. Jesus! A sacred night to the bad guy. I'm gonna tell you something, the motherfucking press. I ain't coming for no foolishness.